Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss principle number one seek healthy partnerships with women most young men hate women because they don't know women it's insane society teaches everyone around you has the wrong idea you've been conditioned to think that men and women are the same and that is idiotic it is such a simpleton view of trying to induce equality onto us instead of just telling us that men and women should be treated equal Men and women are equal. Men and women should have equal responsibilities and equal rights, but we are not the same. A healthy partnership with a woman is when your masculinity and her femininity join together in, in a beautiful experience. You've been forced not to be masculine anymore. Women have been forced to be more masculine. Men have been forced to be more feminine. And now there's a clash. We don't have that healthy partnership anymore. So what is a healthy partnership with a woman? It's that natural balance between dominance and submissiveness, between masculinity and femininity. Imagine the traditional male and female dynamics that we've had in our species from the moment that we existed. We don't have it anymore in the last 50, 100 years and everything has turned lopsided. The traditional male and female dynamic is how it's always been. That is a healthy partnership, but there is one major upgrade that we must make which makes this into such a more healthy partnership. I've mentioned this in the manipulation video I made, you should definitely watch that. We do not punish. The only one thing that you can think wrong about the traditional male and female relationships over the past few hundred years was that the wife was getting punished. Domestic abuse would have been sky high. And this is, this is not a joke or anything, this is actually disgusting we do not punish the healthy partnership is where you love her for a femininity and you understand that the weak points of that are not something that you punish with your dominance and your your strength take that away by learning to condition learning to positively reinforce people with love and kindness yes it sounds so fruity it sounds so feminine that is how people learn you want a woman to do as you say you want a woman to act exactly how you want 
You do that through positively reinforcing her, through loving her and treating her amazingly when she does the things that you want. And when she doesn't do the things that you want, you don't fucking hit the bitch, you don't. <laughs> we don't do domestic violence or some shit that, you know, is traditionally, is stereotyped that we think. You just withdraw your attention because that's what healthy, normal people do. That's what good people do. When someone doesn't act how you want them to, you simply withdraw your attention because you only want to be surrounded with the people who act how you want them to. You can't have a healthy partnership with a woman if you think she's the same as you because you're gonna hate her for what she isn't. You've gotta acknowledge the femininity inside of her, the estrogen and whatever differences there is, that creates her into a different person. And that difference, that is the yin yang, that is how we fit together. And society has for some reason told you that this isn't the case, well, I'm, I'm your new society, I'm the new guy who's telling you this is how it is. Invoke this into your life and you'll find that you get such beautiful relationships with women, even though you'll get shit tested about this and you'll get you know called the misogynist and the, the sexist guy and stuff. You know the deal, hold your frame and suddenly they, they will act like the most iconic like female woman that you've wanted in your life, like the, you know, the, the girl by your side vibe. They will act like that if you actually treat them feminine. Stop treating women like they're masculine people and you get the healthy partnership. Principle two, provide for, protect, and nurture those who you love. I really like this one. This principle is all about taking responsibility. I was on a call with one of my students and he asked me, can I give him more examples of masculinity? And I think the word for word I said was, what is masculinity if not for taking responsibility of those in your tribe? There was a video I watched of Jordan Peterson a while ago, and he said something like this. First, you focus on yourself and your own self-care. You take responsibility for yourself and your weaknesses. And then when you've got some energy left, when you've got some strength left, you take responsibility for those around you. And then if you've got some energy left, some motivation left, you take responsibility for your community. Fantastic. I, I couldn't agree more. First, you have to start with yourself, but after that, you should take the responsibility to help the people around you. And so again, first, you have to start with yourself. Your help to other people is quite frankly trash if you haven't helped yourself. This is why I preach self-care, positive thinking, that positive growth mindset, because if you don't have that, it's pointless. Your help to other people is pointless. Let's say your mental health is fucked, but you're helping your family with finances, okay? As you're doing it, you're actually going to have negative thoughts about it. Your mental health is fucked, you, you feel stressed out, and you're training your your mum in, in the gym, for, you know, for exercise, for example. Well, as you're doing it, you're going to feel stressed out. And the, the help that you give someone is going to be so subpar. First, help yourself. Forget about everyone else for some time. Help yourself. Get your mental health scores way down. Hopefully zero anxiety, zero depression. And then you'll find that you smile through the responsibility of helping other people. What I've just said, it might you know, have just been two sentences that you just heard and it, you didn't acknowledge it. But just trust me that that is one of my biggest findings in life. That you can only help other people when you've helped yourself. And when you're in a moment, it can fluctuate by day, by hour, by week. When you're in one of those bad moments, the help that you give to someone else is so subpar that the time was just wasted. That time should have been spent on your own self-care, your own journaling, meditation, exercise, fixing your own mind first. Notice the last bit of this principle, those who you love. This is very, very important and many young guys get this wrong because they try to provide for, protect and nurture the damsel in distress, the girl that they've just met 
They place her as the priority above the people who have been in their lives forever. And you know what? It is It is understandable. That is how we are wired. It does seem like we are wired that the moment a girl comes into our life who needs our help, we play Captain Saver Ho. <laughs> we play Captain Saver Ho and we have this idea that we've got to save her and she is our biggest priority. And I've seen this with many, many guys. They put a new girl as the priority in their life compared to their family, their friends and themselves. This is truly detrimental. Not only does it take your time away from those who truly deserve your love, who have been in your life forever, it's unattractive. The girl that you're trying to attract actually will be less attracted to you if you suddenly place her as the priority in your life. Sounds weird, and this kind of couples with the first principle, one of the healthy partnerships with a woman. This is something that no woman would ever tell you. I don't think that they can consciously tell you this, but women don't actually want to be the number one focus in your life. That to anyone, honestly, is quite, it's quite weird to think that someone else cares about everything else less than they care about you. Although it seems, you know, that's what we all want and girls definitely would want that. Maybe like a woman is watching this thinking, no, 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 that's exactly what we want. At least in my experience and from what I've, my expanded experience, let's say, it's not true at all. The girls who you put at the biggest priority of your mind will be the ones who leave. Because that isn't attractive, because that means that you have placed someone else above your purpose, above yourself, above your fucking mum. If you place someone else above your family, above your parents, above your siblings, above yourself, it shows the type of man you are, and that is unattractive. It's counterintuitive to put someone new into your life above those people who have always had your back. So for this principle, take responsibility for your brother, take responsibility for your sister, for your family, for your closest friends. And then if you're so productive and you're so disciplined that you've still got energy left, then expand that responsibility to a wider tribe. That's what I'm hoping to do here. I take responsibility over my coaching clients and I try to somehow take responsibility over the guys who watch these videos. Obviously that's harder because we don't have like a one-to-one -one basis, but at least I try to be that big brother who's sharing the wisdom and hoping that that can like give you some kind of value. Principle three, cultivate a lifestyle that rewards you. What does lifestyle mean? Your lifestyle is literally just the habits that you do every day, every week. get this wrong we are in you know the age of capitalism of greedy money hungry personality the majority of young men i speak to the lifestyle that they want to be in is those long work days i need to get the money hamza nothing else matters I, i'm depressed it doesn't even matter meditate no because i need money right now you're a dumbass if you like this the word in this principle reward what is the reward that you want for most guys, they'll say, oh, I want money, I want Hamza, Hamza, money, money, money. Just shut up, bro, fucking money all the time, you dumbass. There's, there is so many different rewards of life. And if you're doing those 12, 14, 15 hour work days because all you care about is money, or if you're a younger dumbass and all you care about is grades, and some fucking students have actually said to me that I, I do 14 hour days. Shut up, bro, 14 hour days, dumbass. If that's what you're doing, just know that I truly think you're a dumbass because that means that you are so focused on this one thing that you're getting hugely detrimental returns that you, you think 
you're working hard, you think you're working smart, you think you're like, you know, you want to tell people, that's why you're f-ing telling me you do 14 hour work days. But if you spread, if you diversified your attention, you would get largely better returns, even in the main thing that you want. You want money, you want grades. Well, guess what? Exercising, meditating and sleeping more would actually get you more money and better grades. It's just that you want to tell people that you work 14 hours a day. You want to tell people that you study 14 hours a day. That makes you a dumbass. That makes you like a a grade A total dumbass because you genuinely are putting your health below the social status, the social thing of telling people like, oh yeah, I I worked from eight till whatever the f*** yesterday. You're a dumbass. Cultivate a lifestyle that rewards you and the reward, there is many, many different rewards. That's what I've said in one of my previous videos. Do not just rely on money being the reward of life. Mental health, positivity, relationships, gratitude, mindfulness. If you're working long hours, you're not being mindful of the pleasant moments around you. That makes you a loser. That makes you a guy who isn't having a rewarding life. The issue with this part of this video is that anyone who I'm talking about will will straight away turn a blind eye to what I'm saying. And anyone who agrees with me, who's recently gotten into meditation and gratitude journaling, will know that I'm absolutely right. That doing those long hours is detrimental when all I'm technically asking you to do is take off five hours and put five hours into self-care and sleeping more and dieting and you know the, the, the stuff that brings you some other rewards. So this lifestyle that rewards you is entirely from self-improvement. It's doing the delayed gratification activities that gives you a bigger reward. Ongoing self-learning should be a huge part of this lifestyle because that in itself is one of the biggest rewards you'll ever get. You read something today that gives you a mind-blowing idea next year. You learn something about mindfulness, you learn something about mental health, that's gonna change your life forever. And so my practical advice here is cliche, but it's to try as many different hobbies and activities and habits as possible. So cliche, again, it's gonna be one of those things that I just said this sentence, you heard it and you were like, oh yeah, yeah, and then you're not gonna do it because it's such a basic line and it's only when you actually do it that then you'll be telling other people about this. It's like those Instagram quotes of, you know, just the bullshit Instagram quotes. They're, they're so pointless up until you've experienced it. And then it's like, oh my God, these dumbass quotes are absolutely right. But if you share them, everyone else is just gonna turn a blind eye to them. So if I could give you some practical advice, you have to set aside some time in your schedule, like this is hard for you young dumbasses, to sit aside for half an hour and literally think, what kind of activities would I enjoy doing right now? Maybe I'd like some kind of combat sport like boxing or or MMA. And then you go onto your computer and start Googling MMA club near me, boxing near me. Maybe it's locked down, you can't go to one, okay? Then you go onto YouTube and you write, write boxing drill, MMA drill. And there you go. You follow one of these drills, you want, you know, one of the workouts. You've now got a new habit. to to train and that has become part of your lifestyle that gives you a reward. Principle four, actively participate in the tribe. To start this one, you, you need to be in a tribe first. Many, many young guys are not in a tribe. It's understandable because we live in a very individual, age and you know the modern society is is we are so socially connected but we are so anti-social at the same time so many people don't actually have a tribe i'll be honest there's almost no excuse for that anymore because okay you may not have a tribe in person in your area that's pretty difficult but the internet can actually be your tribe i'm going to be completely honest i never had a tribe up until i was about 17 18 years old and I found the red pill on Reddit. I was scrolling on Reddit, everyone was talking about, oh, these guys are so misogynist, they're so sexist. Someone linked the page and I was like, oh, they're sexist, what the fuck? Like, this, this, I was like a self-proclaimed feminist and shit, and I I still am, to be honest. I clicked on it and I was like, 
How are these guys fucking misogynist? What are you on about? They're literally talking about self-improvement. Yeah, they use the word bitch quite a lot, like, just relax, you dumbass. That became my tribe. So every single day I became active in this, in this community. People are messaging me, I'm messaging people, I'm making posts, people are replying to my posts, I'm commenting on posts. It became almost like, you know, like an anonymous tribe where you don't know each other, but when you've got like a masculine tribe, you benefit from other men. So here is a guy who has done this thing on his business and he's wrote about it. Here's a guy who's done this thing about building discipline, so he's wrote about it. That's like being at a barbecue and the old wise uncle is telling you, oh, you know, he, he used to be a dumbass like you, but he did this and now he's like a, a CEO of some shit. We don't have that vibe anymore. You don't have that uncle anymore because he's locked up for being a pedophile. You don't... <laughs> Life is far, far better when you're in the tribe. And a very important note is that you have to give value. This is the same for everything we do, whether you wanna be a YouTuber, whether you want to become friends with someone, whether you want more girls, whether you wanna make money, it doesn't matter. If you want something, you need to give value. Most young men are valueless. They actually never think about that word. And I've been saying it so much recently. If you want something, you have to give value. The word in this principle is participate. Participate literally just means give a value to the tribe. Imagine any kind of tribe that you can think of, whether it's online, whether it's in person, how could you give value to them? Only when you give value to this tribe will you actually become like a known member, will you start climbing the hierarchy of this tribe. If you're a valueless person and all you're doing is like being a value leech where you take everything but you don't give back, you're gonna be banished from the tribe or you're gonna be one of those low guys who no one really knows, no one cares about. Actively participating in the tribe, you wanna be one of the top members because then you, you get like the social status, you get the, the feeling of comfortability, of, of leadership. That's the best place to be. And you'll only get there if you're a valuable person. And again, most young men are valueless because one, they don't even think about the word value and two, they're just dumbasses. If you're a young guy right now and you're not reading books, you're a dumbass. What value are you gonna give? Okay, let me, let me give you a real example. I do coaching. And I, I sell it, you know, it's kind of expensive, right? Some people could look at the price and they could think, no, it's too expensive to speak to this guy. Like, what the fuck? No, I'm not going to do that. Whereas other people have messaged me, they've emailed me and they've said, oh, I see that you're selling coaching packages. That's awesome. Good for your business. But I would like to speak to you without paying anything because this is what I do. I teach psychology at this place. I, I read this book. That's value, bro, what the fuck? Like, I don't, even give, I don't even give a shit about money. If someone can teach me something, if someone can give me value, then of course I'm just gonna coach them for free. I'm gonna be speaking to them like every week. If, if you've got value to give, people will accept you in, even if, for example, in my case, they were charging for the ability to speak to me. And now if you've got something to teach me, well, yeah, of course, come speak to me then because I've got something to teach you. And it's, there we go, we've just created a tribe. You'll be able to do this if you've actually learned something, if you can give some value. So again, most young guys don't have this because they just don't know about value. They don't even think about value. They don't do any self-learning. And then they just want other people to do stuff for them. Part of the previous principles was to have responsibilities and to have a lifestyle that rewards you. That absolutely needs to be a form of self-learning because that is huge. Just by you reading books, just by you improving your mindset, learning things, means that when any tribe you're in, you'll be able to teach people. And that is the secret. Any value you wanna to give to like a masculine tribe is it's most likely going to be in the form of education. It's gonna be, let's say you're in the BJJ club, you've been going for two months, you're not so good, but there was this one video that you watched where the guy said to do this move and a new guy's just come in and you teach him that. 
you've just gave him value, fantastic. Other people around you are gonna hear that you helped this beginner guy and you're gonna get more respect for that. Principle number five, enjoy the fruits of your labor. This is fantastic, I really like this one. Once again, many young guys need to learn from this one. Enjoy the fruits of your labor. You've gotta be having fun, hopefully through all of life. That doesn't mean, oh, YOLO, do whatever the fuck you want. It means as you're doing the work, enjoy it. As you've seen the result of your work, enjoy it. Too many guys have this mindset. Let's say, let's use the fitness analogy. They've been building their body. They look in front of the mirror every single day and they think about what's wrong with their body. They think about criticizing it. I understand it. I've been there myself. Bodybuilding heavily benefits from criticism to your own body. But at the same time, you can also say what's good about it. You can enjoy the fruits of your labor. Some guys have this mentality where they see the reward, the fruit of their labor, and they're like, no, not enough. If I, if I act happy to that, then... then it, I'll jinx it, then I won't get more. No, you dumbass, it's the other way around. There is truly a happiness advantage. And this happiness advantage means that it's like positive reinforcement for yourself. If you enjoy and have fun and treat yourself nicely to your efforts, you positively reinforce those efforts. And so far, the one common behavior, traits, personality that I've seen in all the young guys that I teach, all these dumbasses come to me, is that they've got such a negative attitude to begin with. Maybe it's a masculine thing, maybe it's a testosterone thing, maybe it's a society thing, but it's like they won't take the time to be proud of themselves for meditating because they haven't meditated for seven years. They won't take the time to say that they're proud of themselves for hitting the workout to say, you know, oh, well done, Hamza, you hit this workout, fantastic effort today. They'll never say that because for some reason, we naturally think if we say that, we'll be less likely to do it tomorrow and now that i've said it like this doesn't it seem idiotic to believe this because if you say well done for hitting that workout fantastic and you're smiling about it you're holding your chest up aren't you going to want to experience the same positivity tomorrow of course you are you've got to enjoy the fruits of your labor and this principle isn't just about the result, the reward of your labor the the work that you've put in i want you to enjoy just the labor as it is because if you're going through life doing this shit of, oh, I'll be happy when I make X amount of money. I'll be happy when I reach this milestone. I've said this a few times. You've got to be an idiot to say that. There's so much evidence to, to show you that it's, that's not the case. That you only have this current second to be mindful and grateful. And once it's gone, it is gone. You will never get this time back. So if you're not being grateful right now, if you're not smiling right now, if you're not having fun right now because you're going to conserve your fun for the future, you're not masculine. You sound like a retard to me, to be honest. Change it. Let me say that again. You only get this moment right now to be grateful. That moment is just gone. If you weren't grateful for that moment that just went, you will never get that opportunity again. And we only have a certain number of opportunities before we kick the bucket. So I'd rather be grateful and I'd rather smile through as much as life as possible. The way that that makes your life, that even when you're working, even when you're going through stress, even when you're going through some kind of negativity, you're still trying to be as happy as possible. You're still trying to be positive. That means you've got a life of positivity, a life of more increased smiles and happy relationships. That is the reward that we're working for. Five principles of masculinity. This was a Reddit post from the Red Pill. The actual post is absolutely fantastic and I think it's got 10 or 12 principles. I won't link it because you know what the fuck will happen to my channel if I do. If you want the full post link, you can either try and find the post by the title or you can email me or message me, whatever you've got me on, and I'll send you the link. If you want my one-to-one -one help with masculinity, with getting girls, with self-improvement, you can book a free call with me 
tell me what the struggle is that you've got and I'll give you my best advice for free. So the link is in the description. Go ahead and book it right now. If you want to see more videos from a somewhat unconventional small YouTuber, I talk about young men's self-improvement. Subscribe, turn on the post notifications, you'll get a message for my next video. I have a restricted reading section email newsletter. Every Sunday I send you a bunch of posts, mostly from the red pill, and these posts have been extremely valuable to me. So if you're anything like me, these will genuinely, there is insane value in the stuff I send on Sunday. So you'll get links to them. And I also write like a paragraph for each link about my interpretation, how you can practically use it in your life. Email newsletter link is in the description. Go and sign up now. Finally, there's a short two minute video that's just popped up. The curse of being male. It's about masculinity and the society that we're in. You'll probably like that one. Click on it right now to watch it. Take a... 